Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Savani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. <laughs> Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here. Celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up. Celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you are listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today is another episode of our Ask Lawrence segment. If you have a question that you'd like answered, and this could be Anything from questions about Rave It Up and how I run things to questions about your life where you may need advice. I'm here to help. Just send through your questions to advice at raveituptv.com. Now, I've received a lot of questions, but many of them have been quite generic that weren't enough to make a whole episode out of. So I thought today I would answer them all in one episode. They're mostly questions about me, like some of my favorites and also about Rave It Up and how it is to be an interviewer. So let's get started. Some people have supplied their last names and others didn't, but they all supplied a few questions for me each, apart from one. So the first set of questions is from Tiana Pierce. I'm so sorry if I've pronounced that wrong or I pronounce any names wrong today. Just email me and let me know. So she wants to know what made you start a radio show? So for those of you who maybe just found Rave It Up and are starting to listen now, I just finished my radio show probably about a month ago now, and I had it for nearly 10 years. So Tiana's obviously been a fan of mine since very early on in the the days when I had a radio show. And what made me want to start a radio show? That is a fantastic question. Well, that was around the time when I was really just starting out and really figuring out what I wanted to do in the entertainment industry. I knew that I did want to be around celebrities and report on them, but I hadn't found my love for interviewing just quite yet. But I was listening to the radio station that I ended up working at um, because they had Justice Crew on there for an interview. So any of the international people listening right now, Justice Crew is a dance crew here in Australia that were on Australia's Got Talent and they also started their own singing career as well. And I was just listening to that station just for the interview because I was a fan myself and I just had this big light bulb moment and I was like, wow, you know, radio isn't something I have particularly thought of before. I obviously thought of TV and I wanted to work for E! News in America But I was like, radio, maybe I should just try to get some work experience there, see if I like it. And you could say the rest is history. (laughs) Um, After doing a bit of work experience there, working for free, I ended up getting my own show. And yeah, was there for about 10 years. And it was the best experience for me ever. If you're wanting to do what I'm doing, I really highly recommend going to like a community station like that to really get your hours up and get used to talking live on air. It is the best thing you can do for your career. 
And even now when I listen back to my earlier days, I'm like, oh, like I cringe. (laughs) But it makes you a better presenter and a better interviewer as well. Now, the next question from Tiana Pierce is how do you get your interviews? And Tiana, you are not the first person to ask this. A lot of people do ask this. Uh, There are many ways I get my interviews. I have got to the point now where I get offered a lot of interviews, which is fantastic from all the relationships I have with publicists and managers and just celebrities themselves. But when starting out, it was very hard, as you can imagine, because I didn't really have a following. And whenever I'd approach any, you know, publicists or managers, they'd always be like, oh, why would we, you know, do an interview with you and we can go to one of the big radio or TV stations and be broadcasted to, you know, thousands if not millions of people. So it was really hard in the beginning and I had to start with, you know, much lesser known people Um, and I'm really, really, really grateful for those people that did give me a chance. But for now, I do get offered a lot of interviews, but at the beginning, it was a lot of just creating contacts and it's really about who you know in this industry. So for me, I actually, if I do meet them in person, any celebrities, like, you know, people always ask me about my amazing relationship with Tom McKenney and any international people as well. Uh, He is an incredible Australian entertainer here, does a lot of musical theatre on TV, just pretty much everything that guy does. But people ask me how I've created the amazing friendship I have with him and even having him on my show, I think he's been on the show like four times now. That is because when I did meet him at Stage Door for Grease the Musical here in Sydney, I just went up and introduced myself. You know, if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. So I really stepped outside my comfort zone to ask that question. But as as I've said before, the rest is history. (laughs) You know, everything, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. He was brought into my life for a reason because he's really been an amazing mentor and guided me throughout my career because he's been in the entertainment industry for decades. So if you end up meeting a celebrity, go ask them. A lot of them actually want to help out people that are up and coming. So just take the chance. Other ways is also people's websites and Facebook pages. They usually always have an email address on there like or a contact us page. So click on that. That will really help you. Um, That's pretty much my big, big advice and how I've actually gotten to where I am until you get to the point where you do have such a big following and people know you in the industry that you'll start getting offered interviews as well. Um, A big thing I ended up doing as well when I knew that I did have a big following and I had, you know, obviously done all this amazing work, all these interviews I'd already done, I actually ended up doing a search of, you know, the biggest publicity companies in Australia even some internationally, and actually just sent out a little introductory email so they just knew who I was as well and what Rave It Up is. So that's also a really good idea. Uh, The next question from Tiana is, what's the most embarrassing thing you did in school? (laughs) Before I started recording today, I had to think about answers to a few of these questions because this one was a really good one. And I actually, I came up with three that were really funny. Uh, When I first got my car and I just got my you know independent license for everyone overseas or we call the peas um my first car was a manual I have an automatic now but I drove a manual for 10 years and I'm really glad my parents pushed me to get that uh because now I can just drive any car which is fantastic but 
I also had my first car was a convertible. So I just felt like I was so cool. And there was one afternoon after school, when school had finished, I was about to leave. I had taken the roof off and I was just in my, you know, in my zone. (laughs) But while everyone was looking at me, I was starting to drive away, but (laughs) I totally stalled the car and it was so embarrassing. I will never forget that. But anyway, I ended up driving away and I've I've forgotten about it anyway until just recently. Thanks for bringing it up. (laughs) Uh, Another thing I thought of, even though I am blonde, um, well, more of a dark blonde now, but I've been a blonde all my life, naturally. Um, people always make the joke of going, you know, do you have any blonde moments? And I definitely had one blonde moment at school and it was um, at a lunch break and I was having a little chat to one of my friends and I don't know how we got onto the topic, but they were spelling the, the word S-U-N and in my mind I was like... S-U-N. That's not a word. Sun? 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 And then it all just hit me. I was like, damn it, that was a blonde moment. That's so embarrassing. Um, And the third thing I thought of as well, me and two other friends when we were in junior school, um, we ended up, we loved the the movie Charlie's Angels and also the second one when that came out with um, Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu that every single lunchtime, because I was blonde and my friend was a, a redhead and my other friend had dark hair, we uh, we were always pretending to be Charlie's Angels at lunch and we were pretending we were on like these missions and stuff. So that was pretty embarrassing too, but it was a lot of fun. When you're a kid, I guess you just, you're in your zone at lunchtime and you don't really care. No other people in our grade were looking at us, so that's good. <laughs> Um, another question from Tiana. She's got four more here. Did you get bullied in school? Very good question, Tiana. And I do get this question a lot too, especially with, you know, my new book out this year, knowing what I know now, which is very much a book to help with people being bullied. If people haven't checked out the book yet, it's a whole book of quotes of people I've interviewed on what they would tell their 14 year old selves. And I asked this question in all my interviews And I specifically chose 14 because it's such a pivotal age. Like 13, you've just become a teenager. 14, I was in year eight in school. And you're really still trying to figure yourself out. But I was actually bullied in school. Not to the degree that, you know, of stories I hear now. It just, it breaks my heart. But for me, especially at that age when you're still trying to figure yourself out, it's so hard not to, you know, think about other people's opinions and take what everyone says about you on board. Now as an adult, I don't care what other people think, you know, as long as I'm happy and living the life I want, that's all that matters. But as a kid, that really, really hurts your self-esteem. So there is another question further down in my fan questions of what advice I would give to people being bullied. Um, And I'll just answer that now. I'm just going to scroll down on my laptop to see who did ask that question. It was from... Vaishi. So the advice I would give to people being bullied, as hard as it is, just don't listen to what people say about you or even to you that is hurtful. You know, you've really just got to love yourself from within and whether you get that lesson now or not, you will eventually. Um, But if you keep that on board, you'll be able to get through school a lot easier and just stick with the friends that do love you for you. 
They are the ones that are going to help you get through it. They're going to be there on your down days. And probably they're still going to be around when you actually leave school. So that's so important. All your bullies, they're just going to move on. You're never going to hear about them or talk to them again. So just keep that in mind. And another question from Tiana. Have you been overseas and which country would you most like to travel to? Hmm. Well, Tiana, I have been overseas. Um, I've done three big trips overseas um, when I was in, I think it was year three. So 2003, very easy way for me to remember, <laughs> kindergarten 2000. Um, 2003, my parents and I went uh, over to America and did a huge trip. Um, I haven't been to like uh, New York and and any of that side except really Florida we went we went down to Florida there but everything our trip was everything on the other side of America so LA we went to Nashville Memphis Las Vegas we, we've really really traveled a lot in America on that side we didn't go far down to like Mexico but I loved all of that area and to experience that even though I was still quite young I still remember it so clearly and we also did another American trip in 2004 and visited other areas as well. So, and for me, I am such a big Disney fan. So we went to Disneyland in LA and then also Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And they, they're things I will always remember to this day. And I'm so excited to go back eventually. So which country would I like to visit most, Tiana? I'd definitely love to go back there. But um, on my bucket list, I would love to travel to France pretty much a lot of Europe, actually. I'd love to go to Spain and Italy, Greece. Um, so maybe I could just fit that all into one trip. That would be amazing. Um, and I've always really loved the look of like the Maldives or Bora Bora and Tahiti with the huts above the water. That's like one of my dream vacations, especially for like a honeymoon. I think it would be so romantic. So that's definitely on my bucket list for the future. <laughs> And another one from Tiana, what music do you listen to? Mm, I listen to pretty much everything. <laughs> I, um, I'm not a fan of any like screamo music or anything like that. Um, I'm not much punk either, um, except the band I didn't interview, Stand Atlantic. I love their music and they're a pop punk band. But other than that, I listen to a lot of pop and R&B Latin music definitely because I am a I've been a dancer all my life so a lot of bachata and salsa music reggaeton merengue um and also I've really grown up with country music in the house my mum's a huge fan I'm not a particularly a huge fan of Australian country it depends which artist you're talking about um like the Australian country music artists I've interviewed I personally love their music because I've grown up with it but I'm a really big fan of American country. So some like Carrie Underwood, some Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, oh, Reba McIntyre. They're, they're my faves. They're the ones my mom's always, always played in our house. And Tiana's last question, what are your favorite TV shows? Oh, and I'm sure a lot of people, because of my busy schedule, probably thinking she doesn't watch TV. I definitely do. Um, I love just putting on Netflix, you know, say when I'm eating lunch. It's a great way for me to zone out. And I'm a big comedy lover. So at the moment I have... I'm on like season 10 at the moment, but I started all the way from season one of all big, all of Big Bang Theory episodes because 
I've watched Big Bang Theory a lot, but I've never actually watched it in its sequence. I've just watched, you know, episodes here and there. So I've been doing that at the moment and I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Friends. That is a show that I think will never age. Um, I've watched it so many times that I've pretty much know every single episode. Um, and because I've done so many interviews for Heartland, I'm sure you already know that I'm a big fan of Heartland. I'm very excited for the new season. Both my mum and I are big fans of that show. I just recently watched all of Fuller House. I've never actually watched Full House, but I was drawn in with Fuller House. That's another one I've watched many, many times. And another one I also watch many, many times, and I've even just recently got my dad on, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you have not watched that show, I highly, highly recommend. Fantastic show. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. And is available right now on Booktopia. Do you know Rave It Up now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind-the-scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know you. Now, I've also got two questions from a girl named Rebecca. She has asked, what is your dream? Now, it's quite vague. I'm guessing you're talking about Rave It Up. My dream with Rave It Up is I've obviously just started this podcast series and I finished the radio show after 10 years. But my dream has actually been to make this podcast series. So you can say I'm pretty much like living my dream right now. But the big dream with this podcast series is to make it one of the biggest podcasts especially interview podcasts in Australia. That that would be my ultimate dream where I'm also getting offered even bigger and better interviews. You know, when people from America, for example, come over to Australia, they want to come on my show. That is the biggest dream. And to have like a proper, you know, rave it up headquarters as well. Because, you know, right now I do have a team, but we all just work individually from our own homes and everything, except for obviously my cameraman that come with me for my interviews, but to have a proper Rave It Up headquarters where we can all work together, oh, that is, that just gets my heart melting. I cannot wait. <laughs> and Rebecca has also asked, what is the best part of working as a celebrity interviewer? Oh, there is so many things. The original reason I did start Rave It Up and want to be a celebrity interviewer is I just love people's stories. I truly believe every single person on this earth has a story to tell and I love to just go out and meet these motivating and inspiring people and hear their stories. And trust me, like I feel like I have changed my life from all these stories for the 10 years I've been doing this. You know, I'll come out of every single interview learning something. So for me, it's not only just sharing these with my audience and changing their lives, but I'm also changing my life. So you know, I'm really giving all these pearls of wisdom to everybody. Plus, I got to say, getting free things like albums and signed photos and tickets to shows is 
Um, very, very big bonus, isn't it? That's what everybody really wants and loves about this industry, but it was definitely was not the first thing I was interested in when I became an interviewer. That was just the perks that I didn't even really think about getting in the beginning. Um, but getting invited to so many events and being in the same places as, you know, some of the biggest artists in this country is just a dream come true. So that's definitely a few of the best parts of being a celebrity interviewer. Thanks, Rebecca. Now we've got uh, three questions from Emily. Emily has asked, what kind of laptop do you own? It's a nice random question. I like it. Um, I've got a MacBook Pro 15 inch from 2013, believe it or not. I know it's quite old now, but it still works amazing. So why upgrade, right? Put that money to other things. She's also asked, what's my favorite brand of hot chocolate? Ah, Hot chocolate, Emily. Okay, you must be a fan of hot chocolate yourself. Um, Well, it's definitely changed over the years because uh, two and a half years ago I went vegan. So I would have said in the past like Cadbury, which I love. And uh, that was definitely one of the hardest things for me to give up. Um, But... Now, I love to go to, say, Oliver Brown and get a nice dark chocolate, hot chocolate that is delicious, or with the dark chocolate coconut hot chocolate. That's definitely my fave. Go try that out if you haven't already, Emily. (laughs) And she's also asked, what is my favorite book series? Oh, I love reading a book. I love sitting down, getting cozy, maybe on a Sunday and reading a book. But I'm not actually a book series person. You know, I tried to get into... Harry Potter and even Twilight when that was popular at the time but I just I don't know I just really can't get into it but I love like my murder mystery sort of genre of books um so at the moment I'm loving I'm onto like a second book of David Baldacci I think is how you say it or David Baldacci um and I also love Tara Moss as well so She's an Australian model, but she's also gone into writing her own books and they are phenomenal. If you haven't read Assassin yet, that's top of my list. And I also love reading celebrity biographies. Big surprise there, right? (laughs) Since I'm an interviewer. Uh, Now we're on to Angela Ruella. She has asked, she only has one question. She has asked, who would you love to interview that you haven't already? Fantastic question. My list never ends, but I'm just going to share a few today. One of my top ones would be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think he is an incredible person inside and out. Come on, ladies. Like, he's good looking. To me, i got a big crush on him. But also, just if you've watched some of his videos on YouTube and everything, especially his motivational ones, he just makes me so motivated. You know, it's a great way Great thing to watch first thing in the morning. Great way to start your day. Um, But I also just think he is the most down-to-earth celebrity. Well, one of them anyway, you know. I interviewed Hugh Jackman. He's definitely one of the most humble celebrities. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson. uh, Jennifer Lopez is another incredible woman. She just makes me want to always work harder. You know, how many things she has done in her career just blows me away and she even still has time to you know work out and be a mom and time for her career she both actually both her and Dwayne Johnson are a perfect example that you can do so much with your 24 hours in the day that you were given (laughs) 
Um, I also love to interview Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato and also Lily Singh. She's a YouTuber who I think her and I would be friends instantly. We have so much in common and very similar on how we work and how we live and how we think about things. We're both very positive and motivated and always wanting to do more. So I think we're, we're going to hit it off. If you listen to this, Lily, I'll meet you one day soon. <laughs> uh, we've got a question from Molly. She has asked, what is the most awkward thing someone has said to you? And I was thinking about this for a long time, Molly. Fantastic question. Thank you for sending it in. And I honestly could not think of anything in particular. Uh, the only thing I could think about talking about and that is awkward is I've had several of the people that I've interviewed hit on me. To me, it is so awkward when that happens because, you know, just because I'm a young girl doesn't mean that you've got that right to do that, you know, especially when I am so professional and there to do a job and then that happens it just makes it really awkward afterwards because I'm like, is that really why you came here <laughs> for the interview just to hit on me? Or are we actually going to promote what you're wanting to promote or talk about what talk about what we want to talk about? So that's really, really awkward. But I've always gotten through it very professionally and cut it down before it got any worse. But that wasn't an answer you thought you would get, Molly, right? <laughs> But I wanted to be completely and open and honest with you guys. I've also got a question from Sarah Droid. She's asked, what is my favorite movie? And very similar to my TV show question, isn't it? I love the movie This Means War. I have seen it several times. Um, And if you haven't watched it already, that's got uh, Reese Witherspoon in it and Chris Pine and Tom Hardy. Amazing movie because it just has something for every single person like it's a comedy it's a romance and it's got action so three of my favorite genres and it's all in one Um, another favorite movie is Christmas with the Cranks and I watch this every single year with my parents on Christmas Eve it is our tradition and it is hilarious but also we really resonate with the characters so much because I'm an only child and obviously it's only the three of us and we're very, very close with one another just like that movie. So go check it out. Now, Sienna, we've got, I think, four, four more people. Sienna has asked, if it were your last day on earth, what would you do? Fantastic question. And I had a really actually fun time thinking about this. Not that I would want to know that it was my last day on earth, but it was fun to just think about all the things I love in my life and putting it all into one day. So this is what I've got, Sienna. I hope you like it. I'd love to wake up next to my boyfriend and snuggle a bit, and I love my snuggles. Physical touch and words of affirmation, that's definitely my love languages. And then we would go out to one of my favorite cafes for breakfast And after that, we'd go for a walk out in nature. I love nature. And I would actually bring all my painting stuff and paint a bit of a painting in nature. Don't know what my boyfriend would be doing, but he can just watch me. (laughs) We'd then go to have lunch with my parents and spend the afternoon at their house, swimming in the pool and playing some board games. And then we'd actually roll over into dinner and I'd have dinner with all three of them. And then my boyfriend and I would actually, we'd, we loved Latin dancing together. Um, as I mentioned before, I've danced all my life, but I've 
finally found a man that loves dancing as much as I do. So we'd actually go out in the evening, meet up with some of our friends and social dance all night. And that really gives you an idea of some of my favorite things to do in my life. Obviously, be in nature, be with my family and my friends and my boyfriend. I think my relationships in my life are my most important. And obviously dance because it is one of my biggest passions other than interviewing and and doing celebrity news dancing is one thing I've done since I was little that I never get sick of so I really hope you like that Sienna it put a huge smile on my face so thank you right into my day not to think about me dying but to think about all the amazing things in my life just made me even more grateful thank you She's also asked if you could be on any TV show, what would you want to be on? Mm. Uh, There's only one I Rick can really think of, except for The Ellen Show, which I think would be really fun to be on. The Jimmy Fallon Show, not just for an interview, because I think he's an incredible person, but also to play some games. Him and Ellen play amazing games on their shows, and I think it would be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got next, Sean Caesar has asked, what is my worst habit? And I actually honestly couldn't think of any. The only thing I could think of that maybe other people might say about me is I'm way too organized and a clean freak. I'm like, I'm always wanting to control every situation. I've had to really learn as I've gotten older to just go with the flow. You know, not everything is going to go exactly the way you want. You know, I've had a birthday party pretty much every single year of my life. And for a good chunk of my life, probably except for the past maybe five years, if the party didn't go exactly the way I wanted, I was not having a good time. The next day I'd be like, "Eh, that wasn't a very good party. But I've really learned as I've gotten older that, hey, As I've said, you can't control everything that happens. Just go in there and find the good in everything and just have fun. You know, obviously with a birthday party, that's what it's all about. You've got to have fun. (laughs) Uh, Cool. We got Vaishi. She has asked. She was the one who also asked, what advice would you give to people being bullied? So I've already answered that one. Her other question is, what do you look for in a guy? Now, I have now met my, my one, the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. I think goodness for my vision board. If you don't have a vision board, it's very, very important to have one so you know what you want in life and be able to see it every day. And I'm still going to answer this, Vaishi, because it might be a really good thing for other women to hear and maybe what they could put on their vision boards if they agree with me, obviously. But these are the few few things that were on my vision board. I had a lot, not going to lie. A lot of people were like, oh, you're way too picky. But Now they're laughing because I have found the person. So (laughs) Um, loving and caring was a very top thing on my list. And to have someone very committed to me um, and accept me fully for who I am. You know, I I don't want to be anything, anything less than who I am. I I don't want to be a fake version of myself, obviously, in front of my dream partner. So for someone that can fully accept everything, my good, my bad, my ugly, that was my dream. And also someone just like me that is very dream and goal oriented. You know, they know what they want in life and they're going for it. Someone that's also very independent and can look after himself, has a good and stable job and makes his own money. You know, I don't want to be the one making all the money. (laughs) I mean, I do make my own money, but I don't need to be fully supporting him all the time. Um, A big one, obviously, is someone who's straight and faithful. That was a big one. And good looking is just a bonus you know our looks always 
come and go as we get older. We're probably not going to be as good looking as we were in our 20s. That's just common sense. But it is really, really important to be physically attracted to your partner. So being good looking was one of the things on my list. I just didn't want to sound shallow. (laughs) There you go, Vaishi. Maybe it's some things that you could add to your list as well. We've got our last questions. We've got two last questions from someone named Kia. I'm hoping I pronounced that right. As I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm so sorry if I pronounce anything wrong. So Kia has asked, what do you like to do in your spare time? And I'm sure over this episode, you've kind of got an idea of what I like to do. Dancing is a big one. Uh, Painting, which I've just recently gotten into a lot through COVID. Always take a day off on one of the days of the weekend and one part of the day is to paint something. I take a lot of inspiration from Google and, and Pinterest, things like that. Um, I haven't gotten to the point where I can just paint anything that comes to my mind yet, but give me time. I love to also watch Netflix, especially on my days off. Um, and as crazy as it sounds, because I do love organizing things, that I love to actually plan my week ahead in my calendar and write down everything that I want to get done and when I'm going to slot in, you know, sessions at the gym, things like that. And even I just love to clean as well. If I want my life to be a little bit more organized, if I can see something that needs to be cleaned, I will will go do it. I really get a kick out of it. I know that sounds weird, but each to their own, right? Kira has also asked, who is your role model? And I didn't know whether you meant celebrities or non-celebrities. My big role models in my life are actually my parents. My mom is very, very creative. She always blows me away with the things that she comes up with. And she is actually the brains behind the name Rave It Up and a lot of the things that I've actually done with Rave It Up. The book, that was her idea. The redesign of our website, her idea. (laughs) Um, Some of our sponsor ideas, her idea. So I'm really glad to have her as one of my number one supporters and one of the biggest people bringing value to my team. And my dad is just one of the most hardworking people on this earth and he's just so motivating, you know, to hear his story. He's an airline pilot, but how much hard work for him was involved in just finding a job and him going to get another job to fund his flying career and even just to get his hours up before he could even get a job. He's another one that just blows me away with the things he has done in his life. So my parents are definitely big role models, but Kia, if you meant a celebrity role model, definitely Jennifer Lopez and Dwayne Johnson. Like I mentioned earlier, I'd love to interview them because of just everything that they fit into their lives and how they've really molded their career in different ways. I would really love to chat to them about just their whole career and where their motivation comes from, I think would be really inspiring for all of us. Now I have gotten to the end of all these fan questions. As I said in the beginning of this episode, if you have a question you'd also like to send through, send it through to advice at raveituptv.com and I'll answer it in one of our future podcast episodes. But I really hope that you enjoyed this episode today. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and please, please, please share it with your friends. And tell us what you loved the most and even let us know what you want to hear from this podcast. I want to give you guys what you want. And you can check out our videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. 
And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Everything is there. Before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.